Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Welcome to the land of bourbon and bad decisions. This is the Relentless Daring Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Morgan, and here we are engaged in the relentless, daring pursuit of truth, justice, and American jackassery. Uh, one of the big things that's happened here in the last 24 hours is the news of the apparent suicide of Jeffrey Epstein. And we are going to go into that uh, because how does a guy who is in jail, supposedly on suicide watch, managed to kill himself. Well, I've got a few articles I'm going to go over uh, going into that. And more importantly, we're going to get into a conspiracy theory world, and we're going to look back at the alleged 400-some people that the Clintons are supposed to have killed or had killed over the years. So... That's going to be an interesting look. I've got something I found via Twitter that kind of details some of the people and some of the ways that these victims supposedly died. And there are ones that's like, okay, that seems like a bit of a stretch. Others, it goes, huh. I'm not a conspiracy theorist and buying into some crazy Alex Jones bullcrap here. But some of these, it really makes you stop and think. I, we'll get into it in just a second. Alright, so really getting into it to start off. Uh, I want to go into the Epstein uh, alleged suicide. And I'm saying alleged just because, you know, that's what everyone's kind of going with right now is that it was the Clintons. How else would they get inside of a correctional center, find a man on suicide watch, and allow him to hang? Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. The crazies are out there, and the crazies are going to bite at whatever they want. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, kind of looking at it. Um, look at a New York Times article about it. And, and amazingly enough, it actually let me pull it up on my phone. I think I may have disabled my cookies or something so they didn't know I'd been here like a hundred times. Uh, this is uh, from earlier today, because, you know, he was found dead this morning. But uh, the the article is uh, entitled, Why Wasn't Jeffrey Epstein on Suicide Watch When He Died? Oh, by the way, I found the hardware to be able to hook a soundboard up. And so now... I'm able to make noises. Yay. No, you look like an idiot. Well, that was rude. But I digress. Uh, so, looking at the article, quote, Prison officials took the disgraced financier off a suicide watch 12 days before he hanged himself in a cell. All right, I'm going to stop there for a second. Uh, because that's one of the big things that's been floating around Twitter and the rest of the you know, interweb universe all day is, oh my God, he was on suicide watch. How did he kill himself? (laughs) 
Oh yeah, I'm I'm gonna milk this free program for all that it is worth. But um, so he had the alleged suicide attempt. Was it three weeks ago? And so every day, probably multiple times a day, he's had to talk to a shrink. I said, at least every day. Are you going to hurt yourself? 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 So on and so forth. Um, which, if you've never had to do suicide watch with somebody, I've had to do it a couple times with soldiers while I was in the Army. And, yeah, they see, they talk to a psychiatrist every day. Sometimes multiple times a day just to get a feel for what that person is going through, what their mental state is, what their emotional state is. So, now, who is to say that maybe Jeffrey Epstein did attempt suicide because he was rooming with a uh, cellmate who was a disgraced cop. And there were some rumors floating around that, well, maybe the Clintons got a hold of that guy and he tried to strangle Epstein. I don't know. Again, I'm trying to avoid falling into all of the Alex Jones-like conspiracy theories and get stuck in one of those mental traps where everything is the Clintons. Oh my God, it's the darn Clintons. No, you look like an idiot. Exactly. But, um, but yeah, so he would have been talking to a shrink every day until the shrink determined that, okay, maybe he was in a crisis state, but he's better now, and so we're going to re take him off suicide watch. Now, I would like to think that if he was actually suicidal... He would have lied to get taken off of Suicide Watch to get put back into the uh, gen pop or the general population, if it were, as you may, and then taken the opportunity to kill himself. But that is something I don't know. It's something I haven't been able to discover. But... You know, so it was 12 days ago that he he came off of the uh, the suicide watch. And allegedly he was still being held in solitary, which uh, I don't know how he would have done that in the solitary cell because, but then again, I don't know the layout. I don't know what he had or did not have. So I'm just, I'm just, I'm making assumptions here just like everyone else is. But, you know, continuing to, you know, go through the article, you know, uh, quote, like all federal prisons, the Metropolitan Correctional Center in Lower Manhattan has a suicide prevention program designed for inmates who are at risk of taking their own lives. Again, a billionaire financier with connections through Hollywood, Washington, D.C., New York State and city politics. I mean, he he's have a lot to lose, and as my understanding, there was a huge deck stacked against him. You know, and so maybe he was looking for an out so as to not face prosecution. Again, this is me making assumptions. This is not anything that I am basing in any sort of fact that I have read or discovered. This is just me stating my opinion. But yeah, um, do to do to do, do, do. So we know that you know Jeffrey Epstein had the suicide attempt, or he was assaulted. Let's. Let's keep all possibilities open here. 
Yeah, it says here in this article he was placed on suicide watch and received daily psychiatric evaluations. Six days later, on July 29, Mr. Epstein, age 66, was taken off the watch for reasons that remained unclear on Saturday. Hmm. Twelve days after that, he hanged himself. Guards making their morning rounds discovered his body at 6.30 a.m. on Saturday, according to the Bureau of Prisons. You know, and this is creating a huge stir as far as, well, what happened? Well, I mean, obviously they can't protect people from themselves at all times. They cannot have a guard posted on every cell, every minute, every hour of the day. It's not feasible, but at the same time, if a person is awaiting trial, it's kind of a, you know, thumb in the eye, so to speak, to alleged victims, because now here's a person who they say has done something to violate them and they need to face justice, and they pop smoke and, you know, they check out. You can't, can't convict me if I'm dead. But on the plus side, it's not just being brushed off as a, oh, well, it's over. Nothing we can do about it now. Uh, <clears throat> uh, excuse me. Uh, Attorney General William Barr, he said in a statement that he was appalled to learn about Mr. Epstein's death. Epstein, Epstein, yeah, who cares? He's dead. He ain't going to complain. You know, he he died in federal custody, and so he's actually ordered the IG to investigate how he was able to kill himself while in federal custody. And that's going to be going on in that it needs to continue, the the criminal prosecution. Because in the indictment, he's not just charged with trafficking and sex with minors. He's charged with conspiracy. Which means, as this investigation goes on, they're going to find more and more people associated with him who can be brought to trial. So, if Bill Clinton actually was having sex with underage girls on the Lolita Express on those handful of times that he flew without his uh, security detail, and they find evidence that this happened, perhaps... Bill Clinton will be brought to justice, as with anyone else who is caught up in in this dragnet as they go through and investigate Epstein, you know, posthumously. And if Donald Trump were to be caught in the net, so be it. Let the tips fall where they may, and let Donald Trump have his day in court. And let the prosecution do their best to prove that, yes, beyond a reasonable doubt, that he was guilty of a crime. But until then, everything is assumptions and suppositions and flat-out guessing. Uh, going back in the article, uh, in the continuation of A.G. Barr's statement, quote, Mr. Epstein's death raises serious questions that must be answered. In addition to the FBI's investigation, I have consulted with the Inspector General, who is opening an investigation into the circumstances of Mr. Epstein's death. End quote. Um, yeah, so there's really not a whole lot to really go into here. Uh, the article goes on to describe the process when a uh, person is on... Uh, suicide Watch. Uh, reading from the article, 
It would have been extremely difficult for Mr. Epstein to harm himself had he still been on suicide watch, a second prison official said. Also speaking on the condition of anonymity for fear of dismissal. Can't say I blame him there, but, you know, I digress. Inmates on suicide watch are generally placed in a special observation cell, surrounded with windows, with a bolted-down bed and no bedclothes, an official said. A correction officer, or sometimes a fellow inmate, trained to be a, quote, suicide companion, end quote, is typically assigned to sit in an adjacent office and monitor the inmate constantly. <laughs> and, uh, they have, and it goes on talking about how nearly impossible it is to kill yourself while on suicide watch. Uh, yeah, they'll they'll take shoelaces and belts and this, that, and the other, which I remember in the Army, uh, during basic training, we had a soldier we had to do suicide watch on, and he did not have a belt. He did not have boot laces. In fact, I'm pretty sure they just made him wear his flip-flops because, you know, if he doesn't have access to laces, he can't find a way to create a garrote and hang himself. But and it's just really interesting, though, with everything that's gone on with him, that he checked out. And he, nope, I'm not going to face prosecution. But here in just a second, we will get into the uh, potential ramifications. So, moving forward, uh, one of the big things is how how do we find closure for the victims of Jeffrey Epstein and his ilk? I went to an odd source on this one. Went to Slate. That bastion of conservative thought and expression, Slate.com. But um, uh, Daniel Politi? 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 I don't know. P-O-L-I-T-I. Uh, he wrote a pretty good article on this. Uh it's called What Happens Now to All the Investigations into Jeffrey Epstein. And and it goes into it. Uh, the criminal case, the, yeah, the criminal case we know is over. You cannot prosecute a dead man. I mean, you could try. Not going to get anywhere, but you can always try. Uh, but basically, what's happening now is now all the uh, victims the alleged victims, they they can still go after the estate of Jeffrey Epstein and at least be financially compensated for the harm that he has done them over the years or the harm that they've uh, continued to suffer over the years since, you know, whatever happened, happened. Uh, reading into the article, uh, basically, like I said, the the criminal case is done. There's nothing else they can do. Well, specifically against Epstein is done. Everything involving him and the fact that he is charged with a conspiracy crime means there's leads they could chase down, and there's possibly they're possibly working on putting together indictments for other people that who you know people they can directly tie. You know, to Lolita Express and to the island, to the private island. But yeah, reading here um, means there won't be a public trial and evidence collected via grand jury subpoena won't be released to the public. Details former prosecutor Renato Mariotti. But I'm willing to bet that there's certain things now that that they could probably find a judge willing to sign off on unsealing the that grand jury subpoena because, you know, if a person is 
goes before a grand jury because they are accused of a crime. And basically, a grand jury, the prosecution lays out enough of the evidence to convince a grand jury that, yes, there's enough here to go to trial. Then, you know, the grand jury talks about it, and if they determine, yeah, we think there's enough here to, you know, warrant a trial, then they will, you know, they'll sign off on it, and, the, and then they'll, the judge will issue indictments. Sorry, I'm getting distracted because there's a sleeping dog nearby, and apparently she's chasing rabbits and barking at them in her sleep. But, um, so, you know, once the, once that grand jury says, yeah, there's enough evidence to go to trial, that's when, you know, they will issue the indictment and formal charges are actually pressed against, uh, whomever the defendant is. But usually if they there's not enough evidence to warrant a trial and so they're not going to indict, all that evidence that the uh, prosecutor has, it gets sealed. That way no one, any testimony given against you, physical evidence given against you, circumstantial evidence given against you, all that stuff gets locked away and no one has a right to it because you're you know, theoretically allowed to move on with your life and not have to continue to answer for something that, you know, a court of law said you didn't even, there was no reason to even take you to trial. But a civil case, not so much. Um, Obviously, the civil case is not going to have access to the... uh, to the grand jury testimonies and evidence that was presented to them. However, they do have longtime civil rights attorney, Lisa Bloom, hard on the case. That's right, Lisa Bloom. You may better know her as that one crazy lady's daughter. I, I can't even think of her name right now. But her... Gloria Allred, Gloria Allred, oh, man, how do I not, how do I forget Gloria Allred's name? No, you look like an idiot. Yeah, I know, thank you. But, um, but yeah, so with the civil trial, going against, going up uh, against the estate, um, I'm going to read here from the article, federal prosecutors said, Saturday that their investigation Epstein remains open. U.S. Attorney Jeffrey S. Berman issued a statement making it clear that the investigation Epstein remains open and he encouraged other potential victims to come forward. He said, quote, to those brave young women who have already come forward and to the many others who have yet to do so, let me reiterate that we remain committed to standing for you and our investigation of the conduct charged in the indictment which included a conspiracy count, remains ongoing. End quote. So, yeah, like I said, everything against Epstein, it, it's pretty much done because nothing they do, they can prosecute a dead man for. However, the investigation itself remains open because, again, the conspiracy charge that conspiracy to commit, you know, it's like, uh, you know, with uh, Robert Mil- Robert Mueller's investigation, they gave him a wide net in which to, you know, anything that he finds in the process of looking at, uh, looking into Russian collusion, you know, he can prosecute. It's the reason why uh, when Ken Starr was investigate was investigating uh something that's actually I want to talk about a little bit later when Ken Starr was brought in to investigate uh Whitewater and some some of the other Clinton shenanigans back in the 90s 
and oh, some evidence surfaced that you were uh, sexually harassing or engaging in an affair with White House interns. And then Bill Clinton perjured himself. And that's where the whole impeachment thing took off from because Bill Clinton didn't say, yeah, I, 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 I was sleeping with, I, well, I don't even think he ever slept with her, but I was doing things that were inappropriate with the fat chick. <sighs> Bill Clinton got caught on a moped. They're fun to ride till your friends find out you're, you're doing it. But anyways, back to the actual news at hand here. Uh, one of the people, uh, she's already come out, you know, said she was angry over the suicide because, you know, where is, where is her justice going to be? But it, there's really not much she can do other than to go after the estate. Um, Jennifer Arreoz, I'm guessing A-R-A-O-Z, she said, quote, we have to live with the scars of his actions for the rest of our lives. While he will never face the consequences of the crimes he committed, the pain and trauma he caused so many people. Epstein is gone, but justice must still be served. I hope the authorities will pursue and prosecute his accomplices and enablers ensure redress for his victims. End quote. And, you know, that's the thing. Yes, they're at a loss where they can't really do a whole heck of a lot, but they can still go after, you know, the people like, you know, potentially Bill Clinton, potentially Alan Dershowitz, potentially Donald Trump, whoever... But, you know, and those names mentioned, if they have, if they have the ability to press charges against them, I want them to, regardless of what position they held or may currently hold. If there is evidence that they broke the law in such a horrific and heinous matter, then by God. They should be prosecuted. I don't care if I don't care what Donald Trump has done as far as well he gave us Neil Gorsuch and Kang gave us Kavanaugh, but let's not talk about that. Um you know, declared Jerusalem the capital of Israel, yada yada yada. All the good things, then all the dumb things, all the bad things he's done. Yeah. Whatever. But yeah, you know, Despite the good stuff Donald Trump has done, if he was engaged in criminal action with Jeffrey Epstein, then yeah, he should be prosecuted. End of story. Doesn't matter what he what title he holds, what amount of money he does or does not have in his bank account. If he was doing this, he should be prosecuted. End of story. Do you love what you hear on the Relentless Daring Podcast? Do you want to show the world your support for this podcast? This is Tyler from Relentless Daring asking you to go to shop.spreadshirt.com slash relentlessdaring and check out our merchandise there. We have t-shirts, hoodies, hats, coffee cups, travel mugs. Go there, check it out, and use it to show the world your love of this podcast. And as always, stay relentless. Right, so I said I was going to be getting into the whole Clinton uh, hit list, body count, whatever you want to call it. I said it's not necessarily that I believe that any of this was going on, but 
It's just interesting. I said, I, I found something on Twitter that, you know, when you, oh my goodness, my, everything's going stupid, hold on. Like when you go into Twitter, oh, here's the problem, is see if I scroll all the way back to the beginning here. Yeah, it's just a long list of different stories about people who mysteriously died who had been in contact with the Clintons or had worked with the Clintons in such a way that they gained access to negative information about them. And yeah, this is an interesting story. You know, obviously there was, you know, you know, during the election, there was the whole Seth Rich thing. Because, you know, Seth Rich had been the person who leaked the John Podesta emails and the DNC emails to WikiLeaks and Julian Assange. And then he's killed in a brutal mugging in which nothing was taken. Huh. And just some of these stories that it goes on, uh, Richard Cousins, CEO of Clinton-linked Compass Group, he helped to build the Clinton Presidential Library in Little Rock, Arkansas. Also known as Slick Willie's Adult Bookstore, but hey, to each their own. His son, Will, worked for Open Britain, a group funded by George Soros. Both died in a plane crash the same day as Bruce Steinberg on January 1st, 2018. So there's, I'm already, I'm already two slides into this thing. I'm already up to four dead people. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. There's a journalist, you know, the official report says she died of having a seizure. Perhaps that's true. But a month before, she was providing evidence to Homeland Security and FBI concerning Bill Clinton and doing naughty things with children on a private yacht. Huh. I wonder if it was Jeffrey Epstein's private yacht. And it's fine as you keep going through, find journalists, uh, is it journalists, attorneys, administration officials, military, and it's crazy. They're saying there's over 400 people. Now, do I believe it really responsible for all 400 of these people's deaths? No, I think some of it's just very, very, very random coincidence. I know there's those of you who say, well, there's no such thing as coincidence. Everything happens for a reason. And, yeah, sometimes that reason is they didn't have a very healthy lifestyle. They have Andrew Breitbart listed as a uh, potential victim of the Clintons. Is it possible that, you know, I mean, Andrew Breitbart, he wasn't a small guy. He didn't appear to be a marathon runner of any sorts or any kind of runner for that matter. He was a hefty dude. Is it not possible that, yes, is he... and complete coincidence that you know he really he released information that you know show the world you know, how bad that john and tony podesta were and then a month later he dies of a heart attack i mean some of this stuff is just it's so far off the wall it's really easy to dismiss how you know these different conspiracy theories that, you know, Hillary or Bill is responsible for one way or the other. And then there's some of them are kind of compelling. Like, uh, Peter Smith, who's a member of the, GO of the GOP and an investment banker. He, he was trying to find 30,000 emails that, you know, disappeared off the Clinton uh, servers. After announcing he found five hacking teams that may have the intel, he was found dead at home. May 14th, 2017. Bag over his head with the helium pump, pumping helium into it. 
So, you know, as he struggled to breathe, he had a high squeaky voice and apparently had a sense of humor when he died. I don't, I don't know. But, again, that's one of those, it seems far-fetched, but at the same time, it could be plausible. And it just it just keeps going on. Um, there's a doctor who visited Haiti, and you know he was supposedly going to uh, expose the Clinton Foundation for all this money that they were given for medical support that was never spent. Uh, do uh, you have a? key witness in a passport case involving Hillary, Barack Obama, and John McCain. You know, he worked for worked for John Brennan, gained access to Obama's passport. Shortly after which, um, he was domed in front of his church. It could have just been a random mugging. I never know these things. As I said, again, these are just kind of silly. Um... Here's one guy who a drug company supplied medications to Haiti and Puerto Rico through the Clinton Foundation. And him and his wife were found strangled in their home. And supposedly he strangled her and then somehow strangled himself because, you know, we all start squeezing our throats and just keep doing it till we're dead. We don't have a self-preservation function built into our brains that stops us from doing such horrible things. Unless he just, you know, fashioned a garrote that wouldn't back off and, you know, did it that way. But, again, I don't know. I'm just making observations and stating my opinion. And it just goes on and on. Uh person investigating child trafficking who you know allegedly killed herself and we have a woman who may have had knowledge of a prescription price gout prescription drug price gouging under Clinton in Arkansas where she fell 27 stories down a trash chute into the compactor at the bottom Again, that's one of those. Seems kind of far from, and it just keeps going on and on and on. I, I would have loved to have had the time, because I found this one shortly before I began recording. I would have loved to have the time to write down all the ones that I thought were real, all the ones that I thought were bogus, and then all the ones that you know you read about and go, wait. My brain tells me that it's not true, but some other part of me thinks maybe, just maybe. Yeah, this is. I'm I'm not going to try to spread some craziness that. You know, it's again classic conspiracy theories. You can't prove them. But there's not enough evidence to disprove them either. Oh, excuse me. So, I don't know. This is one of those weird, peculiar things. And then Jeffrey Epstein, again, because of the potential information that he had against Bill Clinton, who knows, maybe had something against on Hillary, too. I don't know. And he magically winds up dead in his jail cell while awaiting trial. It's one of those things you can't help but go, huh? But, and then everyone's been on Twitter is going crazy with the hashtag Clinton body count to the point where someone came up with hashtag Trump body count. Not sure where it came from, but you you might want to think about some some things before you put it out there because it's just not going very well at all. 
Exactly. But I said it's been interesting. Vox has been absolutely apoplectic over the whole, oh my God, all these right-wing conspiracy freaks. Oh, so all you're seeing is the stupid hashtag. And then it doesn't help that Donald Trump was Donald Trump. And he picked up his phone and goes, oh, that's interesting. I'm going to retweet this whole Clinton Clinton body count thing just and we know why he does it he does it to get a rise out of the other side and as he showed during the last election the more he lives in the heads of the media because of alleged wrongdoings or retweeting complete nonsense like hashtag Clinton body count that the media is going to lose their absolute minds and they're going to sit and talk about Donald Trump and put his name out there over and over and over again. And it ends up buying free publicity. Free publicity. It's, and it's, it's a fool's errand on behalf of the media. But every time Donald Trump plays that card and they come out, they come out looking stupid... Or, like, they're just overzealous going after him. And Donald Trump just, he didn't come out any better, but he certainly doesn't come out any worse. And if the media would just realize, well, you know, we don't have to throw a fit every time he tweets something on the Golden Crapper at 5 o'clock in the morning. We don't have to overanalyze every word that comes out of his mouth to where if he says the word dog, oh my God, did you, did you hear him? He was talking about dogs. You know, you know who, people, who else people thought were dogs? The gays. People also thought the gays were dogs and the blacks. And he hates, he hates gay black men because he said dogs. And it's, oh my God. They use intersex, intersectionality to create new groups to be offended by. Four, and I don't know. It's just he's tweeting something that a lot of people buy into, and a lot of people, a lot of people talk about it just because it's interesting. You know, kind of like the uh, the old party game, Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. You know how you know. If you've never played the game Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon, you a person come, names a movie and they try to find six degrees of separation from that movie to Kevin Bacon. Because uh, there's, a, there's an old sociology experiment that everybody is six degrees of separation from everybody else complete strangers but it's neither here nor there just you know something kind of popped in my head as I was going here but yeah everyone just going through some of these cases where oh my god an osprey went down you know who was piloting that osprey that killed everyone on board a former marine one pilot who flew for Bill Clinton when he went to go do something where he may have, where he may have had, where they may have seen him do something illegal and they had dirt on him? Yeah, you know, it's stuff like that. Again, Andrew Breitbart, a guy who, you know, he was no friend of the Clintons or the Podestas, but. Apparently he had information on the Podestas, and they were too close to the Clintons to let them go down. So Andrew Andrew Breitbart had to have a heart attack. But there's nothing mysterious about the circumstances of a heart attack. I know there was one person on that list I was looking at. I don't have it pulled up now. 
you know, officially died of a heart attack. And people were like, he was in such good shape. He was in such good health. There's no reason why he should have had a heart attack. Well, you know, my mom, she's in fairly decent health. And she used to be in fairly decent health, you know, a couple years ago when she had her heart attack. She just happens to be in better health now. You know, that's, again, the people playing these six degrees of Bill and Hillary Clinton. Oh, sounds like a fun party game where hopefully they give you a tinfoil hat to wear with it. But, I don't know. Silliness and shenanigans are afoot. And I'm just going to I'm just going to be like the uh the Michael Jackson gif. I'm just going to sit here and eat my popcorn and watch as it plays out. All right, well I'm going to get ready to wrap this thing up. Again, to all my f- faithful listeners, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this podcast. It means a lot to me. Um, if you want to keep it, keep this thing going, I've been making improvements. As I said, I now have the ability that I can I can run a soundboard. If I want to do do an interview with somebody, I can do that and get it to record. And really, this is this has been a test run on on doing that so again to my patreon supporter thank you so much for helping to you know keep this thing afloat anthony i'm looking at you thank you so very much uh if you want to support this on patreon go to patreon.com slash relentless daring one and you can uh you can become a patron today there's a different levels uh, that that you can set up. The you know the biggest one, hundred dollars a month. You will get a T-shirt autographed by me. Yes, that's right. I will I will buy a shirt, autograph it, and mail it to you. If you you know obviously if you uh, do the form to you know put your address in there if not you send me a message either via twitter or through patreon you know because my dms are always open you can always get a hold of me through a direct message i'm not one of those people like oh my goodness all the crazies could dm so i'm gonna turn it off but yeah you can dm me on twitter you know your address if that's the route you go either or you know I'll take whatever support you can get. You don't have you don't have to stick with one of the tiers, but you know, it, the tiers just make it easier for you. people. Kind of keep track of what they're of what they're pledging. So again, patreoncom slash one to support me there. Also, I did the uh, you know played the merch ad that I made. Uh, you can go to uh, you can go to shop.spreadshirt.com slash relentless dash daring I don't know why there's a dash in it I made it without a dash and then they did their own thing their platform their rules whatever they can make how they want but go there you can buy merch which I do have the new relentless daring uh, RD logo flag uh, design up there on t-shirts right now uh, so you know, you get the Truth Justice Jackassery shirts, or you can get the like I said, you can get the flag. Either or, you can go there, and all this all this money. My dog is waking up. I'm sorry. Uh, all this money, it's going back into the podcast. You know, because I want to make it better for you, and then maybe it will grow, and I can not have to work to support the podcast and the podcast will be making me money but i digress i hate to put so much of a burden on you all but mm, please buy my stuff i'm begging you please clap please please clap anybody 
Um, again, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Uh, reach out to me on Twitter, either through my personal Twitter at Real Tyler Morgan or through the podcast Twitter at Daring Podcast. Again, you can DM me anytime. DMs are open. Hit me up. I'd love to hear back from you. Uh, podcasts available iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, YouTube. Go there, check it out. Uh, for some reason on YouTube, there's a portion of my back catalog that it will not load. I don't know what's up with that. It's a YouTube thing. I don't know. May have to go through and republish some old podcasts. I don't know. But uh, on iTunes, go there. Four things. If you're listening to it on iTunes, four things. First of all, subscribe. Get the subscription numbers up. It helps people find the podcast. Rate it. Give it a five-star review. Again, it bumps the algorithm. Help more people discover dis- discover this podcast. And, you know, brings more people like you and me into the fold to where we can, you know, have a unified voice to share what's going on our opinions and what's going on in the world. Then, you know, review it. Again, people people read the reviews. You know, they'll say, oh, well, okay, they say it's, you know, a four-star podcast, you know. Okay, what do they say? Well, here's what I like about it. Here's what I don't like about it. Blah, 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 blah. Everything helps. So please. And then once you have subscribed, you've rated, you've reviewed. Next, next up, share it. Get shared on Twitter, share it on your Facebook, you know, whatever. Let people know it's out there. It's the only way it grows is because of good people like you sharing what I have to say with others because you put that much esteem in me and I appreciate every bit of it. So, folks, as always, stay relentless. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.